Welcome, Welcome to Pisces Rising. Rising. I'm Ash. And I'm Heather. We want to talk about astrology with you. Go deep or go home. Hello, welcome to Pisces Rising. Hi everyone, it's Heather here. So we are going to jump in and talk about Virgos and their relationships, but before we do that, we just want to say that we want to say that we are teaching a class this coming Saturday. Um, that's Saturday, April 10th. It's going to be from 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern Time, and it's on Zoom, so you can attend no matter where in this world you live. It costs $35. You can get in touch with us on our Instagram page or email PiscesRisingPodcast at gmail.com. We'll send you an invoice, and the class is called... Meeting the Major Arcana. It is a astrology-based tarot class where we are going to go through all of the Major Arcana cards and talk to you about the signs and planets that the cards were created because of. Um, really kind of get into the symbolism, but more the intuition. Um, so the Rider Weight deck is ideal, but you don't need it. You can use any any deck because it's it's going to be a little bit more intuitive, um, but you will also have the education of the astros and the planets. So it's a double learning experience. And it's good for newer tarot readers who want to kind of get that background, and it's also good for people who've been reading forever who just want to tie in more astrology into their tarot readings, either for themselves or for other people. Great. So Virgo. Yeah, let's talk about Virgo and Aries. Ouch. Yeah. Probably one of the most unimaginable couples. Not to say that if you're a Virgo and an Aries, it's not going to work, but Virgos really like consideration. They really like to kind of take their time and think these things through, and Aries, like, they want... They want to chase. They want to. They want to pounce. So the energy is very, very different as far as um, the getting along and the kind of like natural connection. It's going to be really hard to find like a natural connection or a natural common link in this. Other than both signs really do like working. That's true. Virgos are very deliberate, whereas Aries don't think too far in advance. They tend to go on instinct to what feels good in the moment. Um, one place I can see this working is sexually. This could be a really good connection. A lot of Virgos, um, I feel like Virgos, even though they're represented by the virgin archetype, a lot of Virgos tend to be really like sex confident and positive. I noticed that a lot. Yeah, definitely. I noticed that a lot too, actually, when you start talking to a Virgo about sex, they seem to know everything, especially what pleasures them. Yeah, and I think that Aries is really invested in that sort of intense kind of animalistic connection. And so in that level, I feel like it could be really passionate. I think communication is where this might suffer. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be the Aries spitting things out and then spitting more things out so the Virgo doesn't even have time to process the first thing that they've said. And also the Virgo energy, I think, is going to require a much deeper understanding than an Aries can give them emotionally and intellectually. Um, Aries can be intellectual. They like to have those good conversations for sure. 
but they're not necessarily the best listeners, and Virgos are really good listeners. They love to listen, they love to learn, they love to absorb so they can get things right, and this is where the kind of conflict is going to arise where a Virgo might want some more patience and the Aries might not be able to deliver that patience. Mm. Yeah, and on a friendship level, this might be a little bit easier just because there's less at stake maybe um, when you're lacking the kind of romantic intimacy in a relationship. The Virgo might be able to brush off the brusqueness of the Aries and the Aries might be able to look past the Virgo's... um, detail-oriented nature, maybe, um, because Aries aren't really detail-oriented. They can, you know, care about certain things like that, but it's definitely not where they're, they prefer to have their focus. So in a friendship, it might be okay, but there could be some disagreements, some butting of heads, and some stubbornness from both parties. You know, I could see where if a Virgo took the time to get through what they'd normally take personally and realize that the Aries wasn't actually being personal towards them when they're talking, that could also... I could see where this relationship could work over time if the two signs didn't give up on each other. Yeah. Um, In the sense of... Because Virgos like to make things work, and when they figure out the ratio of how to get it to work, they'll stick to it for, like, a safety energy and to have their routine so if you get through the beginnings of the relationship and you find a way to communicate or you find a way to understand I think it's going to be more Aries don't give a shit about understanding but a Virgo does so I think it's going to be more that the Virgo is going to have to take time to understand the Aries and the Aries as long as they're allowed to like be whoever they are without having somebody nag them or you know explain why things aren't okay, then it could it could work and it could be fun. It could be um, adventurous. It could be, you know, the Aries giving the Virgo some courage and the Virgo kind of bringing some level-headedness to the Aries in their everyday actions and just maybe the Virgo pointing out, you know, why sometimes things don't work for the Aries because Aries will make the same mistakes over and over again and I could see where a Virgo would help prevent that from happening by their observing of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it would take a long time. I just needed to say something proactive about and healthy about the relationship between oh, yeah. Virgo and I mean, Aries. one thing to remember with all of these episodes that we're doing, any of these combinations can work. They're just sun signs that we're talking about there's obviously a lot else or a lot of other things going on under the surface with different aspects of the chart um we're just kind of talking generalization so if you're a spiritually aware person that's committed to making your relationships work you can make even the most difficult seeming aspects work and there's so many layers of the chart too Mm -hmm. another thing ash was just saying there's so many layers that you know, if your two sun signs aren't getting along, there's definitely some other signs in the charts that are going to be very compatible. Right. Virgo and Taurus. It this makes is sense. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they work in a great in a working relationship, great in a loving relationship. Probably um, in the bedroom, a lot of the sensuality will come out. Like definitely behind closed doors and in private, they're not going to be too like outwardly cuddly signs, but I feel like they would really take their time 
to give to the relationship, to the sexual part of the relationship, to the business part of the relationship, to the friendship. They invest, literally. Yeah. Yeah, I like this pairing because it's two earth signs. They understand each other. They're kind of coming from the same place, even though they go about things in a slightly different manner. Virgo tends to be more deliberate, more service-oriented, more focused on what can be improved in a situation, whereas Taurus is more of a creature of comforts, of pleasures, of sensuality, whereas so Taurus is operating more from the body while Virgo is operating more from the mind. But together, that combination can kind of work because the two can come together and offer each other different insight. And oftentimes they'll have similar values or similar ways of looking at things, even if the way that they arrive at things are different. There's an earthiness here that I like that is um, very slow-moving and patient. I feel like the two will be fairly patient with each other. Um, It could take the relationship a while to get off the ground just because... Both of these signs are fairly slow-moving when it comes to making major life changes. I actually think Virgo would move faster than Taurus. Yeah, and also, too, I could also see, like, the energy of planning as part of the big picture. Like, all right, first we go to college together, and then we (laughs) purchase a house together, and then we get married, and then we have our kids. So, um... There's a slow build-up, but the commitment could almost be super intense and super planned um, because both signs like planning. They um, Some Tauruses really like organizing and like to know the steps ahead of time. Um, I think that Tauruses have a passion, too, that's really good for a Virgo, and the more you know Taurus energy, the more you see their passion come out when they feel safe with you. It really kind of comes out as to how devoted they are. Um, and then the Virgo energy just wants to serve, so it will really come through for the Taurus, which accountability is so huge in this relationship. I could see where accountability to really work well on both sides mm-hmm. of it. A couple of things that could be actually very problematic is um, these signs have a tendency to be know-it-alls and they, you know, Virgo's a little bit different with their know-it-all. They'll be like, I'm right, I'm right, I'm right. But when they realize that they might not be, or they'll, they'll just stop, they'll stop caring. So they're, they're mutable. So they're not fixed. So they have this earthiness that's like kind of speaking with conviction, but they do, um, I don't know if give up is the right word. They, they will go to being flexible, more flexible than the Taurus for sure. Um, and the Taurus could just be like, all right, there's this way and I need you to see it my way. So when not agreeing, there could be some obstinance in the relationship. Um, and the the Virgo will probably be the one more likely to give in as they're mutable. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Tauruses can become fixated on something. I mean, they are a fixed sign, but they can get really stubborn. I mean, they're known for being the most stubborn sign. So when there's an argument, they will not give in, they will not cave, they will really hold true to their guns, whereas Virgo is more likely to compromise in if they can recognize that it's for a higher ideal, for making things better. I mean, Virgos are committed to service on some level, so they will put aside their own ego if they feel like it will improve the situation, whereas Tauruses have a harder time doing that. 
And Tauruses are ruled by Venus. They would probably prioritize the relationship more than work, more than the home. Yes. What their partner is doing might be a little bit more important. Where I think Virgos are pretty great at multitasking, and they're like, Mm -hmm. all right, I want to love my job as equal as I love my partner, as equal as I love my kids. There's more of a moderation there. Well, yeah, they're perfectionists, so they, they want to bring equal energy into everything if they can. Yeah. If they're going to commit, they're going to give it their all. Yeah. Virgo and Gemini. So Mercury is a common link. We've talked about this a lot um, because Mercury is so close and so strong that it always comes up in our podcast one way or another. I could see this to start off really dynamic with a lot of conversation and the Mm. beginnings to be really fun. Yeah. So what you have here is a square. They're both mutable signs, so they're squaring one another. So there's something compelling about it. Anytime you have a square, there's something compelling there. It's just not always easy. So it's kind of like, it's not necessarily like opposites attract, but there is this sort of polarizing quality, like this push and pull that's happening. And the thing is that Geminis are a little more flippant. They love to talk, they love to converse, they love to theorize, and so does Virgo. They probably, like Heather was saying, they could meet and talk about like the same subject for a while. They can really dive into it. There'll be a lot of intellectual banter. If it is a romantic connection, there's going to be some flirtation that happens through the kind of intellectualizing of the conversation. But Geminis are a little more flippant, whereas Virgos are more deliberate. So Geminis might, um, they might kind of seem like they're interested when they're not, just because they have that sort of flirtatious quality to them. They seem all invested when they're in the conversation with you, but then as they walk away, they're just totally forgetting it. Whereas Virgo is very deliberate and will think about things like that, even when they're not with you. And Virgos want a little more resolution. They want a solution. They want a conflict to be over, where Geminis can, like, run from a conflict and not care and not have it resolved and not be um, offended by that in the least. Their, their resolution might literally to run, to just create the conflict and to not uphold the resolution part. Their, their resolution is to not necessarily solve the conflict that they may have created in this dynamic where Virgos, you know, wants, they want to know and understand in every little detail why the tone of the voice was like this, why the eye contact was like this, you know, they might need to understand every little piece. So this is where it could get really problematic. Um, And the other thing that's actually really interesting is I find that Virgos are in their head and cerebral in a quiet way, where the Geminis are external with their brains and as they're talking you see what's in their head you're understanding it but it's also changing like literally sometimes by the minute so that can get confusing a little bit for the more for for Virgos which are more linear about their thought process and Gemini which are more bouncy so as they may collect connect intellectually and as they may have um, the desire to both communicate pretty deeply and expansively they do have two very, very different communication styles. And the big thing is a Virgo will think before they speak. They'll choose their words. They're, they're well-spoken. They're, you know, they're not as diplomatic as Libras, but they can be concise and to the point. Um, and, and communication is a tool for them to heal, mm-hmm. even emotionally, where Gemini's communication is a tool for them because they have so much 
electricity charging in their brains. If they don't open their mouth and spit it out, they're going to blow up. So the styles of communication are very different, but I do believe that both signs deeply value communication. Mm. Yeah, I do. I really like this pairing for friendships. I One thing, I, I don't want to knock it completely, but one more possible problem area is that um, something that you said, Heather, kind of made me think of this. Geminis are kind of intrigued by chaos, and they, I don't mean that in a negative way. I don't mean to say that they are always this way. It's just that they can deal with drama in a detached manner where it doesn't really impact them on an emotional level and they enjoy seeing what happens. It's kind of like a theoretical experiential thing that they do where they will sometimes do a strange action like flaking off or, you know, retreating, like you said, just to see what happens. And it's more for like their organizational abilities in their mind to kind of learn that way. Whereas Virgos um, are very much about order and about fixing chaos. So there could be a sort of dependency that comes up in the relationship where the Virgo is trying to fix or reform the Gemini, who's just kind of having fun and expressing themselves in this more fluid, possibly chaotic manner. I could see where they would learn together, maybe take classes together, Mm. um, teach together. Study buddies. Yeah, yeah, total (laughs) study buddies. And... (laughs) I also feel like they're both busybodies. So there would always be something to do. Whether the Gemini follows through doing it or not is kind of a whole other story, or whether it it goes through as planned and it's not switched last minute um, is a little different. I think Geminis are definitely the more spontaneous one in the relationship that's like, okay, I'll do it, let's try it. Um, Which actually really is kind of good for Virgos. You know, Virgos to me, I actually, Virgos, you you might not realize this by the way that I talk just because I'm always getting into astrology so deeply, but they are one of my favorite signs um, because they're just grounded about their perspective and they're a little bit aloof in it. So I really like receiving information from them because it's not very reactive. It's just like, like matter of fact. And I like information delivered that way because I don't feel a pressure. I can just kind of absorb it. Um, so that, that energy is very grounding and, and very strong and gives a lot, of, a lot of insight or could bring a lot of perspective to, to the relationship um, and to the bond. Uh, I think that a Virgo is going to value a bond more than a... Gemini is going to value a bond, but I think a Gemini needs a, a bond, and Gemini needs need loyal people around them. They they don't not want loyalty. Um, they do they want they still want that. They're not like intending to constantly like hurt people's feelings all the time. I just think they vibrate to that level of chaos that kind of Ash was talking about, um, because that's how they feel their peace and. You know, a lot of air signs, especially the Gemini and Aquarian air sign energy, they know what to do in those really stimulating situations of chaos. So if a gem, you know, invokes a panic attack in a Virgo, they're going to know how to bring that Virgo back down as well and how to, like, ground that, that, that energy. They do know, but the, it almost needs to escalate for them to be calm. And when things are calm, Geminis will be restless. But when things are chaotic... 
they'll be calm and have a sense of peace. So they actually do really well in chaotic situations mm. because of um, understanding it well and knowing what to do when 20 different things are going on at the same time. Yeah. They're really good at multitasking, whereas Virgos are a bit more focused. They can multitask. They're mutable as well, but um, it can be overwhelming for them. Okay. Virgo and Cancer. I think this combination is super sweet, actually. I really like it. I've seen it work a bunch. I like it, too, actually. It's a sextile. That's gentle. They're homey. They're cozy. I think the Cancer really softens the Virgo. I could see them to, like, eat meals together, to raise a family, to work together, to check in on every step they make. They're going to want to be teammates. Yeah, I picture, like, an elderly couple that's been married for, like, 55 years and... They're like, we were high school sweethearts, and they're the Virgo and a Cancer. They're still holding hands in the park. It's, like, really wholesome and sweet. There's something, like, really tender about this combination. Yeah, both signs want healthy relationships that are not dramatic. That's ideal for them. Yeah, and I think they can provide that. And they're both really reliable. They both, um, their word matters to them. If they say they're going to do something, it matters, and they're going to feel it if they flake out on the commitment and so they learn pretty quickly that they can trust the other person um cancer you know can be a little bit moody so at times they may flake out if they're feeling really emotionally overwhelmed but i think that the virgo is good for providing a certain stability there so that doesn't happen as much and both signs in general and especially together know what's going to set the other person off like both signs they're, they're probably actively choosing not to push buttons, but they do know how to push your buttons. Yeah. They, they pay attention to the emotional subtleties and the mental subtleties. Both do, even cancer. Mm-hmm. Cancer is, they care about what you think. And, oh, and, yeah. And Virgos care about how they're coming off. They want to be well-respected or not seen at all. Um, so they're, these are two signs that I think have a really high moral conduct and they have lots of values that are similar when it comes to what a healthy harmonious relationship works for where some signs just like want the relationship or don't want the relationship or like the beginning these signs are in it for the long haul they the more they trust the more they feel safe the more they love the more they can progress and that's how they grow they 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 grow more even in a friendship or a business relationship, the opportunity for growth and bringing out the best in each other is really good for this combination. Mm. Yeah, it could be a bit retiring, meaning that they're both kind of at home, you're not really seeing them very much, but family values could be really important. They could be one of those couples that maybe doesn't like to go out as much, but they love having you over for a dinner party or something. Um As far as, like, a friendship or business partnership goes, I feel this could work really well, too. I think that um, there's a certain softness to it, but there's, at the same time, there's detail-oriented quality that would be good for business. Um, I think the Virgo would be really good at the sort of organizational skills, while Cancer would be great emotionally, like, helping people. So, together, they would be really great in that context. Yeah, they both also really like customer service. Virgos are super intense about customer service. Yeah, whereas Cancer, 
you know, they could get overwhelmed or if they're doing it for too long, but they really care about helping people and making sure that the other person is satisfied, they will probably be the sign that gets the least flack from customers just because they're so nice and understanding. Virgo and Leo. I know a lot of this this combination, actually. For couples? Yeah. Yeah. And it works pretty good. Um, surprisingly, but I think it's because it's another um, energy of two people really valuing relationships, specifically loving relationships and partnerships, um, and the way that Virgo doesn't necessarily prioritize the partnership extremely and prioritize things equally and that Leo prioritizes relationship, I see, and both signs like to work, I see it working. Even though there's no aspect here, um, it, it can work. It could also be really bad and there could be lots of fights that happen. I think that a Leo could really trigger a Virgo into actually screaming and acting like they don't want to act because Leos can be so passionate and so forceful when they believe something and when they love you, that it um, radiates everywhere and it could be very tiring and there's not necessarily, and, and Virgos also can tire really easily, especially with like a loud tone of voice, like their systems are very sensitive. So loud, abrupt energy or temper tantrums, I think, you know, Virgos probably are the signs least likely to temper. Um, and when a Leo does temper, it could be pretty grandiose. So that obviously could be a problem in the relationship, but I think both signs are very serious. When they, when they say they love you, you know they mean it. Um, and there's a lot of faith that I think they make together more so than apart. Yeah. Um, I kind of can't think of an example of a couple I know. Um, I'll have to ask you later if any of those couples that you know, I know too. Sarah and Peter. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay, yes. Um, I think, okay, that gives me a lot to go on, actually. Um, yeah, I think that this couple is really great, um, probably for raising a family, um, also for raising animal pets, <laughs> like <laughs> animal pets, <laughs> raising pets. Um, just because Leos love animals, they love children, they can easily connect with the joy of like the inner child or of a dog that's only pleasure in life is catching that frisbee. Like they can get into that mode. Whereas Virgos love to nurture things, they love to watch things grow. So together, this is a really good partnership for raising a family, raising an animal, or even just nurturing a business, nurturing something that the two of you are growing together, that energy, that quality. I think it can also really work for friendship. Um, Leo appreciates Virgo's matter-of-factness. Leos really don't like to be lied to. They don't like to be deceived. They just want you to be um, upfront, I feel. And Virgos are really matter-of-fact. I don't think that Virgos are very good liars. Would you agree with that? Yeah, 
Totally. Um, but one thing that I thought of when you were talking about that is the matter-of-factness of Virgos might actually drive a Leo crazy because Leos do like to see the emotion and see the passion. Okay, yep. So, yep. yeah, I, I, I do <clears throat> agree, but it also led me to that concept of um, maybe a Virgo, uh, sorry, the Leo might not lie but become... You know how when I don't I don't think you do this yourself. I've never seen you do it and I doubt Matt does it too. But when a Leo's worked up, if you don't match their anger or match what they're putting off from my experience, they keep going and they get louder and louder. But if you show a little bit of like, rah, just stop you know, they almost feel better about it. They they, they feel love through that energy of intense expression. I've experienced um, that. They almost need you to act out the, the theatrical play with them. Yeah. And if you're being really, like, reasonable, that could drive them crazy. I, I have been there. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't come out much, but when I'm really upset, like, I'll feel like you don't care unless you're, like, you know, responding at the same level. When I was younger, that was more apparent, but... Um, yeah, and Virgos don't really do that unless they are pushed to the point. Yeah, and I think if anybody can push a Virgo, it can be a Leo, too. Yeah, and maybe in some ways that's healthy, because sometimes Virgos can keep energy and anger in their bodies, and maybe they need to let it out. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And as long as... I do think that they're... Um, Virgos are the sign that if they don't get an apology after bad behavior, they'll ditch you. Yeah. If they don't, if you don't show any accountability. Um, so that is important for the, the Leo to know that they, you know, it, it's not even just about straight up apologizing, but it's also about being like, all right, your reaction did something to, to me. Like you need to have that kind of awareness that Virgos just don't, every Virgo I know does not like yelling. Yeah, that's true. They're very, not monotone, but, like, very level in their speech. And even yeah. when they're excited, it's not, um, like, I get really boisterous when I'm excited. Like, my voice, I, I have a quiet voice, but it will get louder when I'm excited about something. Whereas Virgos are going to have, like, mostly the same level. If anything, when they're in the process of, like, talking about their emotions or, like, having a fight, they almost get more thinky. Yeah. So it almost quiets even more. Yeah. Which could be confusing to a Leo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've never had a, a romantic Virgo partnership. So most of my experience here is either with friends or with um, observing other people. You know what else, too, though? I bet you that I could see where it would be a problem the way a Leo could spend money and be generous, a Virgo would be like, ah. And then I don't think that Leos necessarily care when people are cheap. If they want something, they just 
get it themselves, so I don't think it's going to be a huge deal on the Leo's end, but I could see Virgos to be really, really picky about Leo's spending habits. Yeah, which could really actually make the Leo feel bad, because Leos spend money to make other people feel good, or that's what they perceive. They want to treat you to things because it feeds their self-esteem. They want to make you happy, and if you're not actually appreciating their gifts, or they don't think that you're being appreciative enough, it'll make them feel like they are not being seen, not being loved. Yeah, their gift giving for Leos is definitely a love language. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I have experienced this. Like, I tend to, if I, you know, if it was my payday, I want to take you out to dinner. I want to get you a nice meal. And to me, that's, like, really fun. And if you don't match my level of enthusiasm or you're like, are you sure you can afford that, I'm going to be like suddenly I feel like a pierced balloon and I'm like oh like you don't want this like I want I really was excited (laughs) um okay Virgo and Libra right that's next or no Virgo and Virgo Virgo and Virgo I feel like this is just straight up bad luck I know a lot of Virgos and Virgos and it's like all that mercury energy it's like oh my house flooded oh there's mold oh we got into a car accident oh we have to buy a new computer for the fifth time Yeah, that's a lot, but in a different way than, like, the Virgo and Gemini would be. Double Virgo is... Let me pick the lint off your jacket, baby. (laughs) That's the love language? Yeah. Let me do your laundry. (laughs) Your part is not perfect. Let me fix your hair. Yeah, well, I mean, they're problem solvers, so together they're, like, looking... That's, okay, that's the thing. They're problem solvers, so it might start out really great at first where they're kind of helping each other get things in order, but then if, for problem solvers, if there's no problem to solve, they might make a problem because they need to solve it. So maybe that's what you're seeing where, like, there's all these issues. Like, we noticed, like, we ripped up the floorboards to replace them, and then we noticed all the mold, and it's like, maybe you wouldn't have seen that if you hadn't ripped up the floorboards. Yeah. And maybe, yeah, it needed to be dealt with, but still, all these problems keep coming up because you're kind of digging around for them. And I think they propel each other's thinking. So that mm. example of writing up the, the floorboards and digging around, the, it, it's not like, oh, honey, put that back. It's like, oh, my God, you're right. Let's get a microscope. You know, yeah. it just it becomes endless, and they propel each other because they're both two pretty nervous signs. So a, a nervous person needs a grounded person. Yeah, this actually is making me feel like anxiety in my body when I think about it. It's um it's it's like restless. It's totally restless energy. It might be hard to just kind of sit together and feel peaceful because they're always scanning the environment looking for what needs to be solved and together they're, when you have two of those Virgos who have that, like, microscopic vision, they're going to notice everything together. And they could get really nitpicky, like, where the two of them are doing it on each other or they're doing it out. They could be judgmental about other people. I think what this does is it kind of exaggerates a lot of the n- more negative qualities of Virgo. Yeah, 100%. Unless the two signs are really aware and working on themselves very consistently, it would just be very challenging, I think. Probably a lot of talking, a lot of conversation, um, especially in the home. As friends, I think, I actually could see where this might make a good business pairing and a good friend pairing um, in the sense of there being less expectations. Mm. 
And also that energy that we're talking about that's a little bit neurotic and being amplified, um, it, it, I think that Virgos, when they're like that, it's almost comfortable for them. So it ends up causing like a bunch of health problems or problems on the body because they sustain it for so long that they, ne they don't necessarily, they just look at it as like, okay, that's the way that I am, you know, maybe I'm a Virgo, like I'm not going to meditate or I'm not going to do this, you know, stuff to kind of like bring my brain down because they're so um, mindful and mind-oriented and thought-oriented that it is very natural for them to constantly think and have that energy that is like mildly neurotic in a natural way, like, but what happens is when it amplifies and there's no end to it and there's no rest or no going inward to do, like, how am I going to feel worthy? How do I feel this self-worth? When two Virgos are together, it's about striving for perfection. So th this is a relationship that if it were to happen, you'd need rest. You'd need to, like, not be with your person all the time. But I think you'd want to, like, out of habit. You, yeah, it's compulsive in a way. Yeah, like, got to fix it, like got to fix this in front of your face right now so two virgos together really should walk away and then come back well because they could so. really spiral out together because they could they could take what's a totally fine relationship and pick it apart so that suddenly there's all these weird problems that maybe wouldn't have been there if they weren't like picking at them so like for instance there you got two virgos and they're like I noticed that when you say this you say it in this manner like what do you mean and then the other one's like I meant this like what do you mean by, like, saying that? And then it just kind of spins out, and suddenly there's this huge issue, like, about the communication. And, you know... It, I've actually witnessed that. Yeah, like, I just think that... I think it can work, but what it takes is one of them maybe working to become more mindful in a present way than in, like, this kind of scanning the environment for, like, uh, uh, what's going on? And so... All it would really take is one of them doing that work, and that would probably influence the other one to calm down more. I just think that if there's two sort of more unconscious Virgos, it would be this kind of spinning out pattern. The old, the thing I keep picturing is two Virgos going out to eat, because when I'm out to eat with a Virgo, it's always like, customer service, did you see the thing on his tooth? This, that. And usually I end up being like, why the hell are you friends with me? Like, I don't wear a bra and I'm always drooling. Like, I must drive you fucking crazy. Um, for some reason, Virgos really like me until until they don't. But I, I feel like the the way I present myself is, is opposite. It's, it's Pisces. So I really feel when we're talking about this Virgos and Virgos, like they're the... Um, when you go into a restaurant and you do a secret, uh, you go out to eat and you like, okay, how's the food? You're like a secret customer. Yeah. Like, I could see two Virgos to really like break down and analyze oh. that energy of service in, in that way. And maybe they're having fun doing that as a couple or as a working relationship, but the poor restaurant. Yeah, I could see them almost being like reviewers. Like they, like you were saying, like they're reviewing restaurants together. They're like watching movies. They're almost like mystery science theater. Like they're watching the movie and making fun of it the whole time. And that like really like, that's part of what their relationship's based on. That's like relaxing for them on Friday night to like yeah. do that and pick it apart. And it's, like, really fun and funny. Virgos are really funny. They're they sarcasm. Are. They're so quick, and, and their jokes can be so great when they feel comfortable oh, yeah. and start joking. It's, like, they make the best happy jokes. They're yeah. They're like great. They're funny. Okay, Virgo and Libra. Uh, 
I like it better for a friendship than a romantic friendship. I think for a friendship, it's really good, um... But I could see where a Virgo might get annoyed with a Libra after some time. Um, Libras are... Okay, so on the surface, I feel like they would be very attracted to each other. Libras are very artistic. They are usually presenting really well. They love to look good. They love to make sure they're put together. The Virgo really appreciates they that. They know what to say. Yeah. Libras know what to say, for sure, and Virgo loves that. Virgo feels like the Libra really is taking them in. They're seeing every part of them, and they're really embracing that. Libras love to make people feel um, welcome and comfortable. They're good at making sure, like, they're, they're like the host or the hostess. They make sure you're met well and that they're complimenting you and um, making you feel really special. But at the same time... Um, that's kind of how they are with everyone. And I could see that the Virgo would have a hard time with that. Um, not to say Virgos are like overly in need of commitment, because they are fairly independent, but they might find it disingenuous. This is another thing where I've literally seen exactly what you just said in the couples that I know of that, and that's very, very true. It's not because Virgos require a lot of attention, um, but it's more because if they're going to commit to you, that's when they're going to want the attention, and that's when they're going to know that you're prioritizing them. And Libras have really weird priorities. Like, they're just not, I don't want to say they're weird. They're not weird to a Libra, but they're not necessarily like, okay, first I want a relationship, and then I want to get a job. It's more like, their priorities are just always changing, and they have a hard time making a decision to even really understand what their priorities are. So they're they're kind of going along. The priorities are matching with their indecision, which I think that part could really drive a Virgo crazy. But Libras always know how to like talk their way into out of things, which eventually, once a Virgo sees, will also drive the Virgo crazy. Um, I don't think Libras are really driven crazy. They just ignore. When something happens that, that doesn't feel good to them, they just run the other direction, wait till they feel better, and then run back to it. And that is another thing that's going to drive the Virgo crazy. Libras I find very unjudgmental, like yeah. way more than Virgos. Virgos will judge you. They will analyze you. They will want to figure it out. But Libras really, they just like you know, they don't give a fuck as long as you're happy, and they could actually always see both sides of the story, which is one of the reasons I think that they struggle with making decisions, because their perspective is so deep. And their perspective can actually really be detail-oriented. Mm -hmm. Have you seen that with Libras, that when they have perspective, they go into details of each perspective? Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. They can very much be detail-oriented if it's something they're passionate about, if it matches up with an interest that they have at the moment. I think they can really uh, go deep into it. A lot of the Libras that I know, when you're talking about their sort of unusual priorities, like a lot of the Libras that I know are collectors or they, um, you know, curate like an amazing thing. I know a lot of like Libras who are amazing like record collectors or who have like specialty like fashion items and they're really good at collecting and like if you get them into a conversation about one of their interests they will have so much to say about it and they can pretty much talk about anything but it's not the same level of passion you can pull out a Libra's passion if you can get on one of their subjects that they're interested in 
Whereas, um, and I think that actually Virgo is kind of similar in that regard. Yeah, that's very, very true. If the if they have a like-minded connection with something they do, it, it's going to work better than if they don't. Yeah, so that's why I think this could maybe work on a friendship level, because maybe they have a similar interest. But the thing is, Virgos tend to be the type of people that have lifelong interests, whereas Libras might change their interests over time. So, like, a lot of the Virgos that I know tend to... I mean, not to say they can never pick up new interests, but, like, if they like something, they're not going to just drop it one day. Like, it would take a lot for that to happen. Um, whereas Libras might set down an interest and maybe never come back to it. Yeah. That's very true. The, the air signs are just bouncy, but Libras probably actually have the most bounce or the most sway. If you think of the scales, you know... Scales are never, I barely know Libras with balanced scales, maybe three of them, but usually one side of the scale is like way heavier than the other side of the scale, and then it switches, um, and I feel like earth signs, particularly Virgos, struggle with this switch, and it makes them feel unsafe. Yeah, they, it's going to make them overthink more because they notice I could see there being trust issues if this is a romantic relationship where the Virgo is not fully trusting the Libra. Libras don't necessarily have trust issues, like you were saying. They don't really focus on that. They're so open-minded and non-judgmental. I mean, granted, like, obviously, if you're, like, cheating on a Libra, it's going to make them feel bad and break their heart, of course, but they're not, like, constantly focusing on that, whereas a Virgo can definitely fixate on that and create these sort of mental scripts of what's happening if they don't have information. If their partner isn't being forthcoming with information, they will start to sort of imagine what is happening. And then react to it. Yes. So it's like sometimes you hear about people that have like a bad dream about somebody and then treat them badly the next day. This is sort of like that, except it's it's less like intuitive and more like, all right, um, the Libra left without telling the Virgo where they were going. So now they're imagining them, like, out, you know, having sex with, like, four different people. Like, it just, and the, it, like, escalated to that over the course of the night of not hearing from the Libra. And they're going to treat you like that when you get home, even if you, you know, I mean, that's clearly a very unhealthy example of what that would look like. There might be more minor examples. Virgo <laughs> um, and Scorp. Mm. I, I love this combination a lot. I think it's very sexy. It's very sensual. It yeah. could go very deep. Scorpio brings out the depth of Virgo really, really um, slowly and smoothly. And then Virgo kind of graces Scorpio with this, um, with just letting them be Scorpios. Because I think that Virgos can really see the intention of Scorpio, mm. and Virgo, I think, is one of the is Scorpio is one of the only signs that Virgo doesn't need to talk to. Yeah, Virgo is one of the only signs that they normally do need a lot of communication, but I think they really can understand the Scorpio through their eye contact and through their feeling and, and what they're emitting. So I do think that there's a pretty good solid trust there. Um, and I think that this could be a very passionate relationship. Virgos always need somebody to really bring out their passion, and very few signs can do that. I think Scorpio can do that for a Virgo. Both of these signs are really deliberate and very observant, and I think that that's kind of where they meet. Um, Scorpios don't really do things without 
sort of like mulling it over first and kind of internalizing it. And it takes a lot for them to in reach a point where they've internalized it for so long that they're bringing it to the external. Um, they're very deliberate and selective about their actions and they are going to, if they choose to be with you, it's because they have thought it over and they've felt it out and they've really kind of swam in the deep waters of that idea. And Virgos are kind of the same way. They think things over, they think things through, and they're very deliberate in how they share their ideas with you. They're very deliberate in how they make these choices. And so together you feel like you have this, neither is really rushing into it. It's like a deep commitment sign, but deep being the key word here. There's a really great depth that could come from this relationship. It could be very spiritual, very productive. Productive, yes. I feel like both signs would work really hard for something like buying a house or getting land or whatever it is that they desire. They would both put that effort in in a very teamwork way. Um, I think that the Scorpio can bring out the desire of the Virgo. Both of the signs, you know, Scorpios actually are pretty linear. You know, they do, they understand things and they don't do, they don't take an act until, they don't take an action until they understand what they're doing. So they are more emotional than Virgos, but they keep those emotions on the inside until they process it. So by the time it like really comes out, um, they're clear on what they have to say, creating trust for the relationship and all that beautiful stuff. And I think that Virgos gives the Scorpios the space because they are, they understand that process. They understand that going inward to understand who you are better process. Um, yeah, and I think that, you know, when we were talking about Virgo and Libra, I was saying how, you know, if the Libra isn't very communicative about what they are doing or where they're going, it can make the Virgo sort of spin out and script right. And I think that the difference here is that the Scorpio is very clear about their boundaries and very clear about needing this space and time. And so because they're so clear, the Virgo doesn't really do that as much. So they're able to kind of accept it and give the Scorpio the space that they need. Scorpios, they can like withhold words at times, but they're very honest and very upfront about their emotional intentions. Also, Libras are just way more social than Scorpios, so yeah. that, I think, rattles the Virg, too. Yeah, because they're like, who are they talking to? What are they doing? Whereas Scorpio, if you're not with them, they're probably, like, at home, like, in their room, you know? Yeah, like, you know the Scorpio is going to wash their hands, and, yeah. <laughs> you know, you don't got to worry about where they are all the time, because they're just, like, alone under a bridge somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Screaming in their car. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're... Scorpios... I don't want to say that Virgos are unfaithful, I mean, not Virgos, uh, Libras are unfaithful by any means, but Scorpios tend to be really devoted to someone they care about, so even if they are more, um, like, polyamorous, they are going to be more upfront about it. I don't know if it's just because I can read Scorpios so well that I think this, but I also feel like that, like, deep eye contact is enough, you know, when, when, when a Scorpio, like, loves you and looks at you, you know, I see that for the Virgo, like, that eye contact can be like, all right, like, I get it, like, because, like, you were saying about the Libras, Libras talk and flirt with everybody, Yeah. you know, Scorpios aren't going to give you that deep, penetrating eye contact, and Unless that, like, hair. Yeah. yeah. 
both of these signs are kind of attracted to the darkness. Like, Virgos tend to be very curious about darker subject matter. I think we've talked about this in other episodes, like taxidermy or, like, true crime or things like that. And Scorpios, too. They are very much about the shadow, and they are not afraid of shadow work. They might, you know, both be interested in similar subjects, but it could... One one possible downside is that this could be kind of a, an emotionally, like, dark relationship or, like, where the two of you are just, like, watching horror movies and, like, talking about, like, dead animals. <laughs> Virgo and Sag. These mutable squares are really just kind of hard. Um, I, I even find them hard to describe. I know. I feel bad, too, because I feel like every episode that we talk about Sagittarius... There's very few that were like, that's a great pairing with them. Uh, it's the hyper-independence. The, yeah. Our Sages are really joyful, and when we get to the Sag section, I'm sure it will be, it will be very promising. But for now, no, this doesn't work really well. It's challenging. It's, it could work. You know, any of these combinations can work if you're devoted to it, but... It's not easy. This is this mutable square. Um, mutable signs are very influenced by the moon, the tides, by transits. So they're not always predictable and easy to kind of observe and know, which is why I think this is hard to explain. Um, there's a lot of changeability there. They're very affected by people that they're around in different ways, but... Virgo is, um, Virgo really wants to help and improve situations, and Sagittarius is more focused on what, what is exciting or interesting, and isn't always about doing that sort of hard work if there's something more interesting going on. Yeah, this is one of the things where the beginning could be hot, but it would be short-lived. Um, Long-term, if it does work, there's probably great understandings of independence, and a Virgo is probably going to want to give it rules and regulations, which I don't know that a Sag is going to take well to, but if they, you know, are deep are deep into the Virgo, they, you know, will be respectful for sure. Sages aren't disrespectful. A lot of times they just move too quick and they march to the beat of their own drum that they don't want to be tied down in any way. So they're more apt to be loyal and monogamous by not putting any rules or restrictions or regulations on them. But at the same time, they're also like, all right, like I want a committed relationship and I'm also going to travel and I kind of want to do what I want. So that energy, Virgo is going to feel like they can't control the Sag. Um, and the Sag doesn't have self-control from a Virgo's perspective. Yeah. And that's why it's going to be really tricky because Sag's, they're joyful. They're fun. They're fun to, like, have a friendship with. They're probably, they're, they're probably the most fun sign to, like, hang out with. And they also kind of don't judge. Like, whenever I'm around my Sag friends, it's like, all right, I know I can say anything. I know I don't have to think before I talk. I know that, like, you're not going to misinterpret the wrong way or you're not going to, like, you'll laugh if it's funny or you're going to, like, take this... I know that you're not going to, like, really take this to heart. So I don't have to think about their feelings when I'm with them. And I'm very clear on that. I'm very clear, like, all right, it's just me right now because I don't have to think about how you're feeling or or wonder if I'm going to offend you or not because I know that's pretty much impossible. 
Um, and that's very, very liberating. But I think of Virgos, they want, they always think that there's something more there. They always want to analyze something, even if it doesn't need to be analyzed. So mm -hmm. when something is just joyful and carefree, they're like, what's really behind that? Yeah, exactly. And they might try to force a Sag to kind of look into the, like, darker reaches where, you know, I mean, I don't want to say Sagittarians are, like, shallow because they're not. They absolutely love to learn about things, and they can be really, really strong spiritual seekers. They can really enjoy um, learning and exploring, but they're so experiential. They learn more from doing things than by sitting and talking about it. And I think that's the biggest difference, is Virgo loves to sit and talk about it and think about it and explore it through conversation, whereas Sagittarius really doesn't learn that way. They learn by actively doing it, by getting their hands on it, by they would rather do it that way than talk about it, and that's the biggest difference. But yeah, I think this could be like a really fun short fling. It could be a good friendship. It could also be a really good like spiritual connection. Like maybe, you know, you're getting together to like do yoga or you're getting together to talk about astrology. Like there could be some ways where this would really connect. In a romantic context, it could be very much both or signs are kind of making the other one feel more dramatically like what they're not like you were saying the Virgo could make the Sag feel like there's something behind their joy like it's fake and the Sag could make the Virgo feel like they're being really um like a busybody like trying to find things that are wrong with it and neither one feels that way but they're both bringing it out of the other cap next yeah mm -hmm. Virgo and cap mm -hmm. um I think this is going to be a little less passionate than the Virgo and Taurus for the earth combination but it's still going to be it's still trying it's still you know two very productive people getting together that will work to fulfill the relationship needs in um, a matter-of-fact way for sure it's and functional like, yeah yeah it's functional it's it might be limited yeah yeah I mean really functional says a lot because it works it works well it could be good long term but yeah it, you know when you ask someone what they want in a relationship I don't know if most people would say functional first maybe you would if you've had a lot of dysfunctional relationships so that is something that this could offer a lot of stability a lot of um groundedness but it's not necessarily passionate it's not necessarily like fun loving i picture the first date being like do you want kids how many kids and like kind of the conversations of like yeah. the bigger picture and what has been what's part of the individual's plan making sure that plan lines up because both of these signs especially the capricorn is not going to want to waste their time so it doesn't necessarily mean it's gonna hap the relationship is going to happen really fast and they're going to just jump right into it. But they're going to want to know the specifics right away to see if they should even invest in a second date. I do know a couple, like, married couples that have this, and they both have really good relationships. So definitely not knocking it. It can certainly work. I think that what those people that I know have in common is that they tend to have sort of these material goals together in the relationship and they'll work towards something like they're like all right we're gonna get this apartment then we're gonna work toward 
buying a house. I'm going to open up my own business in the meantime, and once we reach this point, then together we'll do the... They're sort of like these mutual goals, and both partners really like that. They like the security of it, and they like working together. So in a way, this is a great business partnership, but even in a romantic setting, it's going to be a great business partnership. It's also very mom and pop. Yeah. The Virgos, that motherly energy, even if the Virgos the man. male, you know, it's like, it's just mom and pop energy for sure. It's like that the Capricorn discipline, the Virgo nurturing and like taking care of energy. Like these are the signs that like have the two kids in the white picket fence. It's stable. It's a stable combination. It's one of those where you would be like if they ever did split up, it wouldn't be like a crazy, explosive, dramatic story. It would be like the two of them just had a conversation and mutually agreed that it would be better for everyone if they split, you know. Um, I think the Virgo would be more apt to get restless. Yeah. Yeah, Capricorns, um, they can kind of, if they're not happy in their romantic relationship, they'll just start to prioritize work or something. Yeah. They can easily look beyond it and look at something else, whereas Virgo will, like, fixate on it if it's not working. It. I don't really have anything more yeah. to say. There's just um, it just works. Yeah, it works. It's it's functional. <laughs> That's the best word I have for it. Virgo and Aqua. Hmm. I actually think that both signs are aliens, and I've seen this work. Okay, okay, I like that. Yeah, the they both have an alien energy. Virgo, we haven't gotten into it much, but that mental energy and that higher mind. You know, there are four, like, alien-like signs of the Zodiac, or maybe three. It's Gemini, Virgo, and Aquarian. Am I missing one? I don't think Libras have it. And No, I don't think so either. Um, but it's just that, like, I don't want to say otherworldly energy. For Aquarius, it's otherworldly. But Pikes for Virgos... a little, actually. But in, like... But in a dreamy, imaginative way, not in a, like... They're more like indigo children, whereas, yeah. like, Aquarius is, like... That's the monotone, like, alien, like, kind of, like, slightly robotic energy. Zap down from the stars, yeah. yeah. Um, so they're both, they both um, can kind of accept the uniqueness there. And I also think that both signs don't prioritize passion and, like, deep emotional love and connection. Um, so that's pretty helpful in the sense of just being able to get along and merit and... Um, be together for, like, a long period of time or even a short period of time and just have it feel not hard. It, it might lack substance, but I feel like both signs are fairly easy to get along with. And I think that Virgo is going to have more expectation and require more maybe than an Aquarius can fully give them. But also the Aquarius energy is not going to, like, step on the Virgo's toes and there's going to be a lot of conversation that can be had, and the Aquarian alien is different than the Virgo alien. The Aquarian is like, let's go home, let's go explore Mars, let's see what like life is like on this planet, or let's have this adventure. And the Virgos, you know, I, the, the only reason Virgos are a little alien is because of that like kind of that monotone, like, detached energy that, that doesn't really show emotion. But they they are actually emotional. They are mutable earth. There is emotion there. But there's something about the way that they come across. They have the high cheekbones, usually skinny lips and, like, a pursed face. Like, they like even physically can look like the typical um, kind of, 
I find Virgos very attractive. I'm not trying to insult any of you, but that typical kind of like face, the way it's like round with like the kind of smaller chin and the big sm- eyes. Yeah, yeah, like the gray alien. Yeah, yep. So I, I kind of see a lot of that in in this combination of like, all right, we're both people who want to like keep it simple from emotions and like work through our stuff. So in that way, I think it, it can work more than the other two air signs, basically. That was my point. It's not going to work great, but it's going to work better than the other two air signs. I agree with that, actually. I kind of like this, and I wasn't sure I liked it until you said the thing about the aliens, and it totally makes sense. Like, I could picture... Uh, there was this documentary that I watched on Netflix. I can't remember the exact name, but it was something like John tried to talk to aliens or John talked to aliens, something like that. Um, and it was about this guy who like built all the these like crazy radios that were trying to send music out into space. And he had this like long term life partner, and like the two of them were just both supporting each other in this like strange mission. And that that quality had the that energy it had the energy of the virgo and the aquarius there's like this sort of mechanical functional thing about it like a virgo likes to do things with their hands and build things and the aquarius has this like sort of bigger vision like let's take this radio you built and zap it out to space yeah there's um a truth-seeking element to both signs too Mm -hmm. and seeking is the key word not knowing but seeking in this scenario I think that both of them will find each other very interesting. There's a really strong mental connection. It could be a great friendship pairing, really great business pairing. They would probably have a very unique original idea that could go very far because I think that the Aquarius is a real dreamer and the Virgo is really good at figuring out how to kind of translate the dream into the real world and kind of figure out a linear plan to make it function. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, the Aquarian energy could actually eventually take off, too. Um, and that that's actually where the problematic stuff is going to be if the uh, Aquarius starts something and actually doesn't finish it. Virgos like to see things through. And then just going back to the energy of them both being emotionally detached signs, when um, Aquarius gets emotionally attached, they have that, that tendency to like ignore or not pay attention. And when a Virgo wants an answer, they might not get one, and that's going to really drive them crazy. Or they might not get the answer they want. Mm. Either they're not going to get one at all, or they're not going to get the answer they want. And this is where the problems will begin to arise. Yeah. Right. Virgo and Pisces? Yeah. So this is an opposition. So there will be some draw to each other. I think with all the oppositions, there is kind of this magnetic quality but it's not always easy yeah it's the Pisces will probably drive the Virgo crazy um I don't know necessarily that Virgos drive me crazy actually um I feel like I'm like okay that's fine I just hope you could kind of accept my energy that's usually more what I feel from them I actually really value that like deep organization um, because I'm a little bit, like, sloppy about my work. I, like, hire Virgos to kind of help me organize. So that energy I'm really drawn to. My descendant is also Virgo. So I, I like that kind of structure. It's more when it has to be that way. And I think not even for me, but for Pisces in general, is that, like, have to be the same way every time or having to have this rule or structure to follow that it's going to be problematic for the relationship because Pisces just, like... It might not seem like it, but they're, they're a fly-by-the-seat-of-their-pants sign, actually. 
in the sense of making it up as they go along and deciding like what what they decide when they get up in the morning and that might change 10 times a day where a Virgo has their next three weeks planned Mm -hmm. and this is where it can get really sticky but at the same time I feel like the Piscean energy can really bring adventure to the Virgo and imagination and there's there's a trust there's a on like if I know somebody's a Virgo, I actually just trust them usually. Like, after I feel them for a second, I could tell if I'm like, oh, I can trust you. Yeah, because you're, you're feeling it, whereas the Virgo would learn if they could trust you based on what you're saying or how that makes them feel in their body if it is more intuitive. They're going to feel it in their body as anxiety, like, if they can't trust you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, have you dated a Virgo ever? I've slept with a few. Yeah. Um, no, but I always think they're hot. And usually, like, I want to, like, reel them in just to... Yeah, I'm married and I'm monogamous. But, but you're talking about the past. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, even now, not that I would do anything now, I, I have this thing that, like, and I think it's a Pisces thing with maybe a flare of Aries that's like, you're not relaxed. I'm going to get you to relax. But I'm going to get you to relax by being an obnoxious, obnoxious motherfucker. <laughs> So, you know, I'll just, like, get them to laugh, and I'll keep pushing with my, like, over whatever, not even friendliness, but, like, I'll just keep saying silly things and keep, like, kind of testing the waters until they break. I love to, it's like breaking a horse. Like, I just really, like, love to be like, all right, like, I'm going to make you be silly. I do it with yeah. Matt at Speckleback's all the time. Yeah. He's a Capricorn, but, and, you know, so that energy, energy, I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. Pisces are... I mean, so both of these signs are mutable, so they are very changeable, but Pisces, Pisces are very, like, well, they're just so intuitive and empathic that they often know the right thing to say to kind of calm and quiet the Virgo, like Heather was just saying. And I feel like Virgos do really appreciate that. They probably feel a sense of warmth in the Pisces presence. Um, But, I mean... Both of these signs are so mutable and so changeable that I feel it could be challenging to kind of settle into a long-term relationship that doesn't have the tendency to just kind of shift, which I don't know that the Virgo would like, because Virgo is the most reluctant to be mutable. They don't, they're not almost accepting the fact that they're mutable all the time, whereas a Pisces, like, relishes in it. Yeah, that's a really good point, because of the earth versus yeah. mutable water. Mutable water makes so much sense, so like fixed earth makes sense. Exactly. But mutable earth is that's, like it's, mud, Yeah, moss. or like, I picture like tectonic plates sliding around, like earthquakes. There are some spiritual Virgos out there that I think could bring that really intense discipline to a Pisces of like having a spiritual practice or path, which I think could also be yeah. beneficial. God, I just, like, my, I love Virgos that are super spiritual because they are, like, the best version of Virgo. Like, Virgo really benefits from having a regular spiritual practice or, like, being meditators or yogis. Like, there's something about Virgo that, like, thrives under that. And all the Virgos I know that have that are, like, the most amazing people. It's something unlocks and they're they turn all their like mental worry that the Virgo is kind of known for into this amazing like spiritual energy that is so able to help and to heal 
And I think that the Pisces can help to bring this out. And conversely, like you were saying, the Virgo can help the Pisces to have a little more structure, like maybe to do yoga every day instead of just, you know, when they feel like it, which happens to be every three months <laughs> or whatever. I do know a lot of this combination too, but I also think that a lot of the people that I know, the women are Pisces with Virgo moons and the male is Virgo. So, okay. So the I think Virgo it's the Virgo moon, moon that mm-hmm. really helps this like click into place. Yeah. Yeah, it's not always going to be easy. It's It takes two pretty evolved people to really pull it off. Or people that are committed to evolving. I think that's all I have to say. Yeah, that's a wrap. Yeah, that's a Send, long one. Yeah. Wow. Send us your suggestions. Um, take our class. Yeah, please remember to sign up for our class. Uh, you can do it anytime before the class goes live um so just get in touch with us as soon as you can it's 35 dollars. again it's called meeting the major arcana you can message us on instagram or facebook or email us and all that info will be in the description for this and at the end of the episode see you later bye thanks for listening to pisces rising to send us a request for a topic or to get a reading with us, you can find us on Instagram at Pisces Rising Podcast. Email us, Pisces Rising Podcast at gmail.com, or find us on Facebook. Have a magical day.